0: Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. I've got a joke for you.
1: All right, let's go. Let's hear it.
0: Two windmills are standing on a wind farm, right? And one asks, what's your favorite type of music? The other one says, I'm a big metal fan. (laughs) (laughs) Get it? He's a big metal Uh, fan. That's what he is. That's why he loves I it. Do. Yeah. I've I got, like it. I've got I another like one it. and I won't remember this for next week. So, I just I want to say now. I thought I was going to say um, his favorite song might be You Spin My Head Right Round. Yeah. That would have been a good one. That would have been a good one. Uh, no. Uh, why does Snoop Dogg use an umbrella? Mm, not sure. For drizzle. <laughs> 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 for drizzle. Uh, yeah, anyway. I like it. Let's, let's dive into the show. Hi. Yeah. This
1: is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to
0: contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk (laughs) accountant. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk drunk, 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 drunk drunk (sighs) accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. My name's Tim And we are the two drunk accountants 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 Uh, Accountants unite (laughs) Welcome to the podcast Uh, Today we are doing the next installment of everyone's favorite topic Book nuggets Ah, Book nuggets I was actually speaking to a listener of the show Mm. last Friday Dan And
1: he started from the first episode And he said, while I've got you, are there any good books you should listen to? And I was like, you're obviously not up to book nuggets yet That's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, Michael. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's another book nugget for you this week. Book nuggets. Yummy, mm. yummy. <laughs> <laughs> we should
0: make that a jingle.
1: We should. Mm. We're going to make more. That's that. Is that the big announcement, Dan? We're going to make
0: more jingles. Oh no, no. There's no big announcement um, on today's no. podcast. But but let, let's start quickly, Tim. With the uh, what is the Tim, the Tim and, and Danlo? Tim. Um, my week has been not too bad, but I just wanted to start off with something that I've been um, trying to to get going here on the on the group, on the community page. And mm. uh, for those of you who watched the live stream last week, which, which yes, by the way, right now, we are live streaming on our Facebook group. So if you're not in the Too Drunk community, join the group. There's a really tough question you've got to answer. If you get it right, you'll be able to watch these live streams every week. We don't tell you when, we don't tell you how, it just starts. And there's a bit of pre and post um, nonsense that goes in around it.
1: A big part of me really wanted to say, if you're listening to this right now, jump on for
0: the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're listening, you're already live streaming. Yeah. Unless you're listening after the event. And then you're late. If you're listening on any podcast app, you're late. You, you, you're a yeah. little bit, late. Um, little bit but, late. But something that we spoke about on our live stream last week is, is we are setting up an, an online um, platform for small business owners to get together, to learn, to get some advisory at an affordable cost, um, be part of a community and a group and learn. Um, much of what we do on the podcast, but just with videos and content and, and things to, to help people a bit more than we can just one hour a week um, on a podcast. The podcast is obviously still going to continue in its quality and and content. That's not changing, but this is just adding to it. But I put a I put a poll out because we're trying to figure out what we're going to call this, right? Mm. So I put a I put a call out to the community. I said, uh, "What should we call our online platform?" And I put a few options. Um, so option one: Too Drunk University, otherwise yeah. known as the Too Drunk U. <laughs> uh, another option: Too Drunk Business School. Uh, Too Drunk for Business School. Uh, yeah. Other. So you know, people. add Another option, and there's a few just just ones just to see how they'd go. Um, Tim's Man Bun Academy. And yeah. uh, crocheting with Dan. Yeah, the man bun academy. I mean, I see it's got a bit of
1: love there. It's definitely um, captured. I don't know about twenty percent of the vote so far. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's got potential. Yeah, I
0: think you're definitely um, you're at man bun cat- like stage in your in your hair journey. So mm. I think um, yeah, I think it's definitely time you start an online course, Tim, about how to how to grow a man bun. Next
1: week, let's just do the whole episode on man buns. Yeah, I, I think like that's it. yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Love um, it. I, I wouldn't mind. I'm going to comment one here, actually. Mm. Um, maybe I'll add this. This is one I like. Mm-hmm. Institute of Drunk Accountants.
0: Ooh, I like that. The Institute of Drunk Accountants. Yeah. The only yeah. problem oh, with that... I already got my vote. Wow. Well, the, the, the only problem with that one would be that people would think it's just for accountants. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true. That's an issue because this is this really is for anyone in business or mm-hmm. interested in business. Yeah, so. that's
0: true. Anyway, jump onto our group, post with your option, uh, vote for the ones that are already there if you like them and you never know, we could name our entire site mm. after a suggestion that you make um, yeah. and if you do, maybe we'll send you a gift. <laughs> We, we don't want to pr- make promises, Dan, because we've,
1: we've done that before. I said, maybe, right?
0: maybe we'll send you a gift.
1: And uh, yeah, there is de- there is actually some sweet merch coming your way. There so, is. um I can't wait until we can give this sweet merch away. Yeah. I'm excited for that as well, Tim.
0: Uh, uh, actually, I'm going to say it's pretty cool, Dan. It's pretty cool. Tim, I'd go as far as to say it's ice cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and yes, if you're sitting there wondering if it is a Mr. Freeze uh, action figure with the two drag accountants <laughs> on it, you're right. That's what, that is what it is. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, you push a button, it says, freeze you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> is that Arnie? Yeah. Out of the, um, that Batman movie? Yeah, yeah that terrible Batman oh. movie. Anyway. That's great. Um, apart from that, Tim, how, how was your week?
1: Yeah, excellent, Dan. Um,
0: what can I say?
1: I don't know. Uh, made a really nice uh, vegan pad Thai this week, nice. so that's where I'm at. Mm. I'm just, you know, just really enjoying the food that I'm making, nice. and uh, yeah, it's a little bit sad. What about you, Dan? Have you got? Any- <laughs> <laughs> it's much the <laughs> same. <summer>
0: level. <laughs> I'm um, I'm making a really delicious from scratch satay tonight. Um, Ooh, yeah. So that'll be good. Um that's something nice. that I'm looking forward to. I finished I finished a book, speaking of book nuggets. Um, it's going to be oh, I've already recommended it on a previous one, but it's uh, Project Hail Mary by Andy okay. Weir. It's a, it was very good. I enjoyed it. I've cool. I've now started my next book already. So Very nice. Yes, mm. so that's good. Um
1: Actually, I'm reading a bit of a pertinent book at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1984. Ooh, I've read that. By George Orwell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How far are you way through or- it? I figured I'd go back and do my HSC again and just uh, (laughs) really live the glory days. Um, I didn't get to read the HSC. We read uh, Brave New World. Yeah, I read that one. Oh, actually, no, no,
0: no. So, uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Blade Runner was the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I read Brave New World as well.
0: Yeah. I did. Mm. 1984, similar theme though. Like dystopian? Dystopian future that's controlled and... Mm. um, you know, you, you got it. But 1984 is good. You hear about your double think and your uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to when
1: there's someone around with like very strong opinions that I'll, I'll call them the thought police mm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, that'll be good. Yeah. And, uh, there's plenty of thought police out there at the moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, there is maybe even <laughs> in, uh, well, I'd say the premier of each state is a bit of a thought police mm. at the moment, maybe. Hey? hey? Yeah, hey? potentially. It kind of makes you think right now. Um, like what we're in right now it's just sort of interesting.
0: I have yeah. a um I have a, a, a vivid memory of reading that book on a banana chair at a hotel <laughs> in Hawaii Wow, yeah yeah because that's the sort of book you read on a banana chair <laughs> <at> a <hotel laughs> I, <in
1: Hawaii. laughs>
0: I read all the time so i was I was lying <laughs> I, I'd just been for a surf lesson in on Waikiki Beach
1: wow and that's where you got your Mad
0: surf skills That's where I got my mad surf skills So I I went for a surf lesson First time I'd ever surfed Even though I grew up on the beach in Australia Um, (laughs) And uh, I came back to the hotel Kat didn't want to go on a surf lesson She was just She ordered some lunch And she's sitting by the pool in the shade with her book And just eating some food And we're having a lovely time And I went and laid on a banana chair And I'm just sitting by the pool And I'm thinking, you know what? It doesn't get much better than this right now (laughs) Oh my god, that sounds amazing Yeah, just sit with a lovely drink um, (sighs) we 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 that was the end of a four week trip of the US and uh, i think we went yes. home a couple of days later and it was it was bloody fantastic tim that's nice it's nice to sort of look back at those
1: moments mm. in life that we had when we were out and about and mm. doing good things and yeah gives you a little bit of a a taste of what the future will hold. Hopefully, it makes well. me excited. So, actually, like
0: I'm just yeah. in there. I just I was thinking that, Geez, I'd love to go on a bloody like tropical holiday sometime soon and just do f- sit by. Like even though I'm doing nothing else but sitting right now, I just want to yeah. go like go somewhere else and not uh, have any worry about the world and just. Do you find yourself sort of thinking sometimes? I won't take that for granted next time. Oh, definitely. I think yeah. gratitude for the things that we have has increased dramatically. Um. Yeah, Just, yeah, a lot of gratitude for the world when it opens back up and you're like, how for amazing sure. is just going out to dinner <laughs> yeah. and having someone bring you a drink? That's huge. That, that is yeah. huge. Yeah. I'd pay for that.
1: Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yes. good times. There you go. Well. That's our Tim and Danlow, I guess. Tim and Danlow, yeah. Mm. Lockdown life continues. Although, in the business update... Business we'll talk update. A little bit more about that.
0: Yeah, so let's let's move on to the business update. Sponsored by Cats Accountants. Uh, Cats Accountants for all your accounting needs. Support, yeah. teach, and grow is the motto of Cats Accountants. Dan, you're actually in the office today. Cats Accountants, there I can see. Yeah, if if you're on the live stream, you can see I'm, I'm in the recording studio right now. <laughs> I'm also maybe <laughs> I'm also in the matrix. So there's yeah, some strange stuff happening yeah.
1: like around you, around <laughs> your general body. It's just like. I guess it's the the calm
0: and the general mm. sense of just happiness that's oh. oozing on oh, no, our body. We're getting a message. It's a message from the Death Star. <laughs> 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 that's great. If you're if you're not watching the live stream, you won't understand this at all. <laughs> you're just like, what, why is he talking about the Death Star? We, we now have props. Yeah. We actually have props we can play with. I mean, a and, lightsaber fight. Oh wow! Was that a lightsaber? Oh, it's a lightsaber. Yeah. Anyway, back in the office. Are you okay, Dan? Yeah. yeah. Uh, your, sorry. Uh, I just, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I just got beamed up. Wrong. <laughs> wrong franchise, but I did.
1: <laughs> beamed up. Yeah. Uh, so today's business
0: good. update. We we did want to mention that um, today, uh, and and we, we're trying not to be so uh, New South Wales focused, which we have been recently. Um, just because of the world that we're currently living in, ourselves is keeping us very focused on what's happening here. Yeah. Um so but we did wanna just quickly mention that today they did discuss um the roadmap out of lockdown. And I think this is relevant to every state, um although the particulars of this are relevant to us and, and anyone else in New South Wales because um clearly it's it's moving forward. It's happening. Um yeah, r- regardless of yeah, numbers. And I guess it's like we've seen Victoria
1: over the last week or two. Um, announced that COVID zero is a thing of the past, mm-hmm. um, and I guess that's probably what's going to come for mm. all of the states yeah. in Australia if they open their borders. Mm-hmm. There's probably going to be COVID. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's uh, in New South Wales at least they've
0: released a bit of a roadmap, and yeah, Dan, well, what is it? What is it telling us? Well, here are some things, Tim. So this is the roadmap for when things reach seventy percent double vaxxed So, um. They said that when things are 80% double-vaxxed, it'll look even different again. Okay. But at 70%, which we will reach in about a month. Yeah, that's right? crazy, isn't it?
1: Crazy to think that.
0: Yeah. So, in about a month's time, um, these are the things that people who are fully vaccinated will be able to do. Uh, we can have five visitors to our house as long as they're all... And so, everyone, all of these people, both the employees, I believe I heard, and also the people attending the events, they all have to be double-vaxxed.
1: Okay.
0: So five people to your house, uh, twenty people gathering in an outdoor setting. Uh, hospitality venues can open as long as they do the one per four square meter rule inside and one per two square meter rule outside. Which means Tim, we can go to dinner. Hey, hey dinner! Uh, retail stores are going to open again, as long as nice. they so basically anything indoor follow the four square meter rule to start with. Uh, hairdressers nail salons and all those people can open back oh, up yeah. um, gyms can open up as long as they follow the four square meter rule and a class of 20 people um, sporting facilities like swimming pools are going to open schools are going to start opening stadiums theaters major outdoor recs can start opening to limited capacity so you'll be able to go to a movie with gyms gyms yep i said gyms uh, i missed
1: that one Sorry.
0: yep gyms uh weddings can take place with 50 guests um, with dancing Wait. allowed Hey, there yeah. you go. Uh, 50 guests can attend funerals. Good, good, um, good. Yeah, 500 people can attend ticketed, seated outdoor events. So, they, oh. you know, there can be a concert as long as everyone's sitting down.
1: So this is when we hit 70%. This is in a month. Which is a month away.
0: Yep. Potentially. Masks will remain mandatory for all indoor public venues, um, including transport, front of house, hospitality, retail, business premises, planes, airports, um, mm-hmm. and... Um, all of those things. So th- this is okay. a month away for us. That's, that's a, very exciting. That's hugely exciting. So if, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, "Oh bloody, I haven't even had my first dose yet," yeah, you're you're two months away. If you, depending on which vaccine you get, um, mm. al- although I've heard a lot of people currently getting the Astra a lot quicker now.
1: Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and you can now. I, I just I just brought mine forward two weeks. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Well, the doctor called me this morning and they said that I couldn't have that appointment. That I had booked, and I was like, let hey, just bring it forward two weeks." This yeah. is a sign,
0: yeah. Let's just do it. Fair enough. Well, so you'll be double vaxxed in a couple of weeks, then. I well, no, well. How good? How good? Yeah. How good? I don't know. Yeah. So, um, I guess, I
1: guess, all of that for someone in a state that isn't experiencing lockdown right now doesn't sound that exciting. But uh, from what we've seen in New South Wales, um, COVID is is spreading very quickly. So. Um, for businesses not in a lockdown area right now, that's mm. that's really a huge positive that if they reached in their state 70% double-dose vaccination, that's going to give you a lot more certainty moving forward that you're not just going to be prone to long lockdowns, yeah. um, so, which is really crippling.
0: And, and they said that today. They said that um, if cases get out of control in a particular spot, so if there's a, a suburb or an LGA that goes crazy and a bunch of people end up having to go to hospital they will put restrictions on that one spot. However, the people within that spot, if you're double vaccinated, should still be able to follow these freedoms. So, you won't be able to go in or out of that area, but that area can still live within its own spot. So, um, that is a huge amount of um, relief from a lot of people, I'm sure, and a bit of certainty around, hey, if I open my cafe, I'm not going to have to close it in two weeks' time um i can keep Mm. trading that that is huge and it would be a huge weight off people's mind in our state in particular in other states when they get to this point which they will soon Mm. um just to know that a a little bit of certainty and and that there is an end to this like yes we're going to be living with some restrictions for the next couple years likely yeah you know things will be different but um but we'll just get used to them and we can live our lives to somewhat normal
1: very good, Dan. Mm. Very, very good. So, now, one of the other business updates we had was yep. um, to do with all of the government support grants mm-hmm. that have been paid out. Um, there's been an announcement um, by Josh Frydenberg that they're going to be tax exempt, which mm-hmm. is awesome. So that's the disaster payment. That's the New South Wales um covid payments that are happening so i think job saver is included in that as well Mm. um and there's 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 payments happening in victoria and queensland as well that i know about so um so the good news is that'll be tax exempt but there was also news that came out uh from the ato they're just gonna spoil everyone's party aren't they dan yeah hey guys well whilst you're celebrating just keep in mind you can't claim accounting fees
0: related to that exempt income either. Yeah. So, I mean, it's um, fair enough. I mean, y- you can't claim accounting or oh, any fees towards income that's that's non-taxable. So, um, it's fair. But, you know, give us at least a few weeks of celebrating. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I mean, they could have told me in advance and I could have sent invoices out saying um, advice for um, <laughs> for something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If, you, yeah. if you're listening ATO, yeah. I wouldn't
0: do that. I wouldn't do anything like and, that. And but. I'd also like to point out that Tim's um, Tim's opinions no way reflect mine. <laughs> <laughs> or that of the podcast.
1: <laughs> but Dan, that's not what you're messaging me right now. You, hey, say, hey, you sh- sh- say more. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just keep that in mind, I guess, mm. when you're preparing um, your tax, or if you, if you did pay any accounting fees for advice related to COVID grants, um, that you cannot claim those as a tax deduction. That means Mm -hmm. if you're a business, you can't claim the GST on that either. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so yeah, consider, um, maybe putting it in there as an expense, but then at the end of the year, um, reversing it out when you lodge your tax or, um, and right now not claiming GST on it. As well.
0: Yep, that's right. That's a good one. That is a good one, Tim. All right. Let's, um, should we move on to the TARDAS tip? Yes. I've got a bit of a different one today, Dan. And oh, this really? is
1: from uh, a recent experience of mine. So uh, today's TARDAS tip is
0: pretty groundbreaking. So I'm glad we're live streaming it. Groundbreaking. Um, it's right. groundbreaking. Okay. You're changing the whole fundamentals of, of, of what a TARDAS tip is. Well, sort of. I'm okay. adding a new category. Okay. Let's just put it that way. Ah, so it's not money, it's not time. So what what you saying? It's not money or time. What are you saving then? You're saving the environment, Dan. It's
1: uh, a <laughs> tight-ass tip environment style. Mm. That's that's what I'm calling it. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just heard the, uh, yeah, <laughs> the pop as I was speaking <laughs> over the top of it. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, Today's Tide ass tip environment style is uh, take a bag when you walk and pick up rubbish. Yeah. All right. It's a thing. And you see people do it. I did it recently. And um, yes, there was moments of pure disgust and uh, and... I was pretty bewildered by how much rubbish there was on my daily walk. Mm. Um, but I literally, by the time I got back, I reckon
0: the bag weighed over two kilos. Wow. Yeah. And was it like obvious things? There's like a bottle of Coke and a and some Macca's rubbish and things like that. Is that is that... <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't have a glove mm. on, so I wasn't picking up
1: like cigarette butts and stuff like that. But yeah. there was definitely cigarette packs. There mm. was... Um, maccas coffee cups mm. a few pizza boxes um I, I didn't pick up the trousers that were on the ground either mm. yeah i wouldn't gloves. have touched <laughs> them yeah i'll take the gloves next time yeah um but yeah it felt good it felt good Dan. You, sh- you should and get a, a reach and I, I should get one of those yeah but a lot of the stuff you pick up is like very small plastic yeah as enough. well There was so much and you don't um, want them to get into
0: birds and stuff
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it it was all in the drains. So, I mean, it's going, we live near a lake, and So, that's going straight in the lake. Mm. Um, Yeah. So, um, there was a lot of whippersnipper cord as well. Yeah. Right. Like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What else? Straws and like um, bottle caps, heaps of bottle caps. So, yeah. um, I think it's a really good idea because you just, you're going on your daily walk, even if you did it once a week or once a fortnight. Just do something for the environment. I love it. That's a really good you know, idea, Tim. Heaps
0: of rubbish. Yeah. So you're going like, to make you a little difference. I need to make a new jingle now for like tight ass tip environment style. I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's a great idea.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of tips around that. So. Yeah.
0: And I think it's good
1: because, um, you know, with with global warming, with, uh, with just what's happening in our environment and mm. the destruction of it. Uh, There's all little things that we can
0: all be doing Mm. to make a difference. Ah, I love it. That's a great idea. So I'd just mm. like to... Oh, no. (laughs) Nope. There we go. I'd like to hear from the
1: listeners as well. If there's some uh, tips that they have for the environment, tight ass
0: environment tips, environment style, Uh, let us know. uh, Comment on the live stream here. Beck says yes. And then two hands up, which I think are meant to be like, yes, queen. Oh, I always thought it was like... um,
1: Okay, so that's like this. I always thought it was like clapping and like... Oh, maybe it is.
0: the hands. I I always took that as like, yes, Queen! (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's how I read it anyway.
1: Cool.
0: Uh, That's that's great, Tim. Love it, love it, love it. All right, let's move on to our main topic today and it is book nuggets. yummy. Yummy, (laughs) yummy. Let's move on to book nugget. So this week, the book nugget is a follow up from a book nugget that we've already done. It's a it's 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 a, a second book by the same author, Tim.
1: I know. And how special is uh, Mike' motorbike
0: feeling right yeah, now? Yeah, that's right. This is fixed. Fix this next by mm. Mike McCallowitz. Yeah. Yep, Mike Mikowski Mike Mikowski mm. So you, you'll you'll recognise um, Mike from uh, Profit First, which is a, one of the first book nuggets I think we did. Maybe even the first book nugget that we did. I think it was.
1: Mm. Yeah, actually, funnily enough, I read this before Profit First. So yeah, well, yeah.
0: Well, but well, he's
1: got a lot of books, and um, I like his style. It's, it is quite good.
0: Yeah. Well, what what we like, what I like about Mike is the way that he can structure things to be useful Mm. and and a template that you can actually just apply to something, which a lot of the the business books you read um, try to do that or or attempt to do those things and and aren't always successful.
1: True. Yeah. So, frameworks. I think it's so handy to Mm -hmm. have a framework to follow because... Um, then you can apply it to your own business. Mm-hmm. Um, it even kind of reminds you, actually, you could make your own frameworks too. So yeah. um, there's nothing stopping you from doing some thinking around your business and, hmm. and
0: building a framework that's just unique for your business too. Yeah. All right. So so what's so fix this fix this next? What's the point of it, Tim? What's what's the main gist of this book? Why would I read it?
1: Yeah. So it's essentially a tool mm-hmm. which. Mike Motorbike thought up mm. when um, he was dealing with stressed out, tired, overworked entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um, who just didn't know what their most pressing need was. And potentially they were getting stuck focusing on things that either were not fixing their business or making the most Benefit, so um, so essentially, it's like a it's a hierarchy of things which you could focus, which you should focus on in order. Mm. So don't get caught up trying to create a legacy or um, or create a system, uh, a business that's going to be around forever.
0: Uh, if you aren't bringing sales through the door, yeah, or you're not profitable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Essentially, it's. It's a structure to follow to figure out what's the biggest or the most critical problem you should be looking at right now. Um, and and what I like about it is, it is it does bring it back down to the fundamentals um, or at least what what Mike has sort of um, believes are, are the fundamentals um, that you should be looking at first, um, which which is really great. But it, it essentially follows, if, if you've ever read... Um, any psychology books or, or anything like that the, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and essentially it's like a, a, a pyramid that starts mm-hmm. at like human beings most fundamental needs in life um, yep. and it, so it starts off like obviously you need uh, food air water somewhere to sleep mm-hmm. Um, the the, base, the basic human functions <laughs> you, you need yep. those things to live You can't live without air Yeah, yeah. exactly mm. um, Once you have air, food and somewhere to sleep um, Then it moves to the next one Safety You know, what is your environment like? Do you have your health? Do you have enough money? Mm. Uh, then you move into You know, the more um, emotional side of things And, and this, you know, um, belongingness Love, friendship, community uh, then you move up to self-worth and self-esteem. Uh, and then right at the very top, self-actualization. Uh, that's like, yeah, creativity, self-expression, um, helping others achieve the same thing. Um, it, it's like the very top of, of this hierarchy of needs. And the idea yeah. is yeah, is if you, if you uh, are trying to focus all of your intention on um, building your self-worth and self-esteem, um, but there's no air in the room, <laughs> you'll die. You're going to die. Yeah.
1: yeah. I was going to say that. This yeah. analogy sounds ridiculous. Mm. There's an analogy where you're seeing someone drown mm. and they have no air. Mm. And that person is actually just trying to make <laughs> friends. They're trying to solve the issue of drowning mm. by building a community of people around them, which is really nice. Mm. It'd be good to do that, but they're not going to live very long. Mm. Um, so that's what this is all about with Fix This Next. Because although that sounds ridiculous with the person in the water drowning, then Mm. they can't realize that that's what they need to fix. In business, it's not that simple. It's Mm. not as easy to see what you should be changing to make the biggest effect and help you move forward with your business. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I I, I quite like the analogy and I like where he went with it,
0: um, building it out like Maslow's hierarchy Hmm. of needs. Yeah, so he actually calls it the business hierarchy of needs and uh very original very yeah, creative very original very cre- I did like that um and so he's come up with the structure of what he believes the order of these things are now we can discuss which way some of these things should be um but but let's start with with what he thinks is the equivalent to um, the physiological needs of human beings to him in business what's what's the very first category of things you need to worry about
1: yeah so it's sales yeah and um And there's actually, yeah, I mean, this is the first in the section of get. So, this is your business getting what it needs instead of giving. There's two categories um, under the give banner. Um, But I guess, yeah, um, this is, and and, and that's, it's quite funny that this is the foundation Mm. of the needs because, yeah, as we mentioned before, Mike Motorbike has a book,
0: Called profit first, yeah. Uh, which sales is not profit, yeah. So, so he has one book called Profit First, and then this book, um, which is Sales First. <laughs> sales first, yeah. Sales is the foundation
1: of fix this next. So, yeah. and he does way- address that in in one of the <laughs> he, books as well. He does, he yeah. does, and and so I guess I, I understand where he's coming from. If you don't have sales, you don't have a business. So. Um so although profit first is is a really nice way of describing that cash flow system mm-hmm. um yeah sales sales really is key and um i suppose sales is going to create the cash that yeah. then you can try and control a bit better yeah by looking at profit first so um so yeah it, it's really cool though because under each Section. So in the pyramid, mm. um, sales being one of the levels, the foundation level, mm. he then has five core needs for sales. So um, he's narrowed it down into categories that then you could look at each of these and you could ask yourself, is that an area of need for my business? Mm. So this is essentially what you do with this tool. You just go level by level and you be really honest with yourself. Um, how do I feel? that is happening right now for me. Is this a problem? And if it is, and if it's um, lower on the pyramid than something else, well, you've got to focus on that first, yep. basically.
0: Yeah, you solve that problem first is is the whole idea. Um, and once you've completed that level, you then move up to the next category of things you need to fix. And and there's yeah. another five core needs or, or, or other categories that you need to look at within that level.
1: Yeah, and one of the things that, you know, you're probably thinking as well is, well, a lot of them are going to be Related or linked, and that's exactly right. You Mm. might fix something in sales that then helps you profit, (laughs) Um, which is logical. But still, generally speaking, you
0: start with the lower order first because it's more likely to affect everything else. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you can't make a profit if you haven't made a sale. So, so that's why sales would be first on on this list. So. Uh, the, the five kind of core needs, Tim, that, that he's suggested under sales, and I'll just read them out because obviously you should read the book for all the detail, but mm-hmm. um, lifestyle congruence, uh, prospect attraction, client conversion, delivering on commitments and collecting on commitments. Mm. Yeah, so that, that's an interesting one. Um, what He really um, he gave this analogy... Uh, in the book, which I really liked. He he took this from from someone else and it was like the the double helix. I don't know if you remember this part in the book, Tim. And it was uh, on on one side, um, you've you've got this kind of relationship between you as the owner trying to focus on delivering on the promises that you've made to clients. But then on the other side, you're trying to bring more work in. Mm. So, it's like when you shift all of your attention to bringing more work in, your delivering suffers and <laughs> and when you shift all of your attention to delivering, your customers are happy, but suddenly you're realizing you're running out of work because mm-hmm. you haven't been focusing on trying to get more work in. It's like this double helix thing. And sure. you know, there's definitely a relationship between the two where obviously satisfied customers are going to refer more people and that's going to bring more work in and all the rest of it. Yes. But his idea around that is sometimes as a business owner, you might need help and you might be spending... You know, you, you need someone to do the sales while someone else does the delivering of the work, or, or um, and, and splitting those things. So I thought that was just a that's just one highlight from this section I of like the that. book that I was like, oh, "That's interesting. That's interesting." I
1: I definitely like that he starts with lifestyle congruence. So this is mm. this is the highest order need. So this yeah. is like air mm. under Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So, yeah. um, and I agree. I totally agree with it, and there will be. There will be book nuggets where uh, we don't agree um, with with what the author says. Yeah, uh, we just haven't got to those books yet. But yep. but yeah, the lifestyle congruence it's super important. Yeah. And why does that live under sales, though? You you might be thinking why mm. why is it why, why is it is living under sales hmm. related to sales? Well, it's it's entirely related to sales because you've got to start with what you need first mm. and what lifestyle you want to lead, and then push that through and use that to set goals for the business. So if you're happy to live quite a modest lifestyle and be quite minimalist and you want to focus on having time and, um, and maybe traveling, even though it's going to be cost-effective travel, your sales, uh, requirements might not be that high. Mm. You actually might not need to grow a million or billion dollar business, um, for your lifestyle. So, um, but to the flip of that, if you want to live a, a huge lifestyle and have a private jet and drive um, a Bentley, mm. then yeah you, you're really gonna have to know that that's what you want to achieve and, and set appropriate goals around that.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think uh, that's something that we often start off when we do our business planning with people and and uh, work with our clients is, is we figure out what what do you actually want because, what happens in your business plan completely changes based on what you want <laughs> and what you're trying to achieve. So, it is a very important place to start. Um, it's the whole idea around the bottom-up budget as well. It's sort of like, this is what we want. Let's work our way up from that.
1: And in business, we, we fall into this lifestyle congruence trap all the time where we're like, ah, just a few more years, I'll grow it to this point and then I can take my foot off the pedal mm-hmm. and enjoy what I've worked hard for, mm. it doesn't work that way. It actually doesn't work that way. So you need to plan it out and
0: and get ahead of that. And mm. so that's why
1: I love that. That's point number one
0: in the whole book, basically. Yep. No, I agree. And uh, so the other points you guys can can go ahead and, and read about it. Um, but the once you've solved the prospect attraction, client conversion, delivering on commitments, and collecting on commitments, um, assuming all of that has been. Done. Then you get to move on to the second level of the hierarchy, which is mm-hmm. profit. Profits, otherwise yeah, known so as profit pro- second.
1: Profit second. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, not COVID. Yeah. The five. The five key points under this two are debt eradication, margin health, transaction frequency, mm-hmm. profitable leverage, mm-hmm. and cash reserves. Yeah, what's singing to you here, Dan? What what did you like
0: from this section? Uh, so when when someone thinks about profit in their business, um, they're they're thinking of an accountant point of view. Um, what Mike both spoke about in Profit First and in this book is a lot of those points actually focus on the cash in your business. Mm. It's it's cash profit is more talking about here. Um, sure. You know, obviously margin health is is not. Um, transaction frequ- cre- frequency is just bringing up the amount of sales really that, that could almost be under sales. Mm. Um, and then, but, but debt eradication and cash reserves um, and, and even profitable leverage a bit is, is more about cash. It's, it's, it's about um, ensuring that you're not being tied down by debt in your business. It's ensuring that you've got enough to survive if something goes wrong. It's, it's peace of mind a little bit even.
1: Yeah, so this creates stability is yeah. what he says yeah. in the book. This this section um, and this need uh, profit creates stability. Yeah. So um, so it's no good having amazing sales but then not um, making any profit yeah. from those sales. Mm-hmm. So if you've got sales, awesome. Next thing you got to fix is uh, is making a profit from yeah. those sales.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, and I think that's that's really important. It's funny just look, looking at these as well. If you remember back to our seven ways to grow episode, um, so far in the first two categories, margin, um, prospect attac- attraction, client conversion. conversion. Uh, these are all some of these ways to help- Transaction frequency. Transaction frequency. These are all ways to grow your profit and therefore grow your business. So, mm. it is funny that, yeah, once you've got the sales in order, then you're working on profit, then you're working on a majority of the ways to grow your business.
1: Yeah. Very, very cool. So, we won't cover too long on that one, but profits, definitely mm. good section there.
0: The other thing I do want to mention is is debt eradication. And and they've mentioned, mm. he, he calls it the, the snowball effect. He talks about it in Profit First as well. Um, mm. if you're a um, barefoot investor guy, he calls it the domino effect. It's similar ideas. But it, it is really good that if, if you're looking under this, all this debt and you're wondering at how you're going to get rid of all these things, um, they talk about paying off the smallest debts first So make minimum repayments on everything and then pay the smaller ones extra payments until they're gone. And you knock it off and you feel good and then you have more cash to cover the next one. And then you pay that one and then that builds to a bigger amount of cash to then put to the next one. And you keep going until suddenly you're making quite large repayments on your biggest debt. Um, and it, I, I found that an int- uh, kind of, you know, you'd think you'd target the biggest debt first is, is mm. what most people would naturally go to. But yeah. but it is interesting that a lot of people um, talk about targeting your smaller ones first to get rid of them.
1: Yeah, because it, it I guess, gives you some instant wins. Yeah. It's like low-hanging fruit. Mm. And you can knock off a few straight away and really feel like, wow. I'm making some ground here. Yeah. I've paid off some debts, literally mm. paid off some of my loans. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with that one. I think that's, and the thing to remind everyone right now as well is that, um, if you aren't affected too badly by lockdown or COVID debt eradication is super key right mm. now because, um, although the government would like us to spend and the economy, it's great for all spending and racking up debts. Um, that will turn eventually and interest rates will rise and if you have no debt at that time you're laughing you'll be in a very strong position so (laughs) (laughs) uh, so so yeah uh, debt eradication is is a great one there and particularly for right now if your business is still trading quite well and you've got Mm. debt you gotta be asking yourself, why aren't we? Why aren't we cutting into this debt and breaking it down a bit quicker?
0: Yeah, I think Mike says in the book, um, if you, sometimes you can pay your bills, but if you're paying it with debt, you can't afford your bills. Yes. Mm. So it's like, really, you, if you're taking out debt to pay something, then you can't afford it. That's a problem. Uh, that's a mm. profit problem.
1: Very true. So, yeah. yeah. All right. There's, so there's there's deeper questions to ask. Yeah. And problems to fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, once you get past that profit level though, Tim, you move up to the order. Level. Order,
1: yes. And this is to build efficiency yep. in your business. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully people in business who are listening to this right now are thinking, yeah, okay, I can really get around this. So, first of all, you're trying to build cash, then stability, mm. and now order. Yeah, And order is where if, you, if you're doing really well with your sales and you, you've got quite a stable business because you've got cash in the bank and profits are quite regular well imagine now if you leveraged your business and made it scale Mm. so you can really like make things efficient you can um you can please your customers more you can um spend less time in the business because you automate things or um or remove yourself and your role that you had so, I really like this section too because um, this is for the people that are maybe doing pretty well in business but not um, enjoying the amount of time they have to put into it or the peace of mind that they have.
0: Yeah, ex- exactly. And some of the standouts here for me is obviously um, linchpin redundancy is something that, that I quite like and I've spoken about one. to people before. Yep. This is the whole idea that if there is something or someone, usually it's someone in your business um, who the entire thing revolves around them, then that's a problem. So, if, if you've got a person with a core skill, that's that's a concern because if that person yeah. leaves, then you're in trouble. Um, if the entire business relies on you, the business owner, then you haven't really built, built something that is um, got worth or, or sellable um, You know, uh, to someone else or, or you, you're not mm-hmm. leveraging that properly. So, that, that's the whole concept of, of that, which I really enjoy.
1: Yeah, it's a good idea. I think in the book, he did say something along the lines of your most important people, including you, um, should be taking at least a month off at a time mm. every year. Yeah. <laughs> and that's around this whole idea of it's going to force you to delegate. It's going to force you to set up systems mm-hmm. and design roles that are going to... Um, I don't know, supersede you mm. and allow the business to run without you. Yep. Which for a lot of people is a control thing. We like to feel like the business needs us, mm. but we also resent the fact that it needs us. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a bit of psychology yeah. in that as well. If you've yep. got a deadline of your month-long holiday, which you're very happy to take, then you're going to be just handing off roles and responsibilities um, to, to anyone who can take it. Yep. But, um, but obviously, you're going to do it in a way that... Um, will allow the business to survive the month that you take off.
0: Yeah. Would you rather the feeling that you're irreplaceable or would you rather um, a week in a banana chair in Hawaii reading 1984?
1: (laughs) I don't know about 1984,
0: but yeah, you're you're onto something there. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, (laughs) So, so that's all about creating the efficiencies, not wasting your time, not wasting the resources in your business, um, which again, affects profit. Affects your sales. They all interrelate, but but it's the next thing to kind of target. Um, but once you've done those, Tim, as you said, these are the the get categories.
1: Yeah. So um, I suppose uh, it's kind of similar to Maslow's hierarchy, where further on up the order, it's all around community and mm. and, and helping others. And, yeah. And um, and in business, that's that's legacy and mm. and impact. So those are the two sections. Yep. That he covers here and. Um, I suppose this is for a really thriving business. Like if you're mm. looking at impact and legacy, then then you're doing quite well, and perhaps your purpose speaks more to these two points. Yeah. Um, and I guess he talks a little bit about that in the book. Like if you're if you're spending all your time trying to make an impact and trying to have legacy, but your business is not turning profits, mm. you're really undoing. Or your good work. Yeah. Um, So, although it may seem like really selfish focusing on uh, sales profits and order first, um, you're going to be able to have more of an impact, say, on the environment Mm. or on your community if you have a business that can support that into the future. And legacy-wise, if you can do that Mm. for decades Mm. or forever... Then how good is that? So, um, so I suppose
0: that's what he speaks to in the, in the final two needs there. And, and that is interesting as well because a, a lot of businesses, um, you know, y- y- I think this could be challenged a little bit um, where the idea of impact, especially the impact on your community or the environment or the people around you is often a core part of a lot of small businesses or a lot of medium businesses now where where they start with that as their core purpose and and their whole reason one of their whole reasons for existing is purely to do good by by doing good um which is which is that whole concept about um your business can thrive by doing good things in your community and, and in in the environment so that is interesting mm. that that, that is all the way up there. Um, when a lot of people do put it even before sales. Um, yeah. But but it is true. You can't really fulfil that promise without sales, profit, and efficiencies. <laughs> so mm. so if yeah. if you're disputing the, that that model, then then yeah, it is. You can implement it in your purpose from the beginning. Yes. But you still need to look at sales, profit, and and order.
1: For sure, and because otherwise you'll get to impact and legacy, and you'll be like, well, oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah. I've got a great business but I'm not happy Mm. and I feel unfulfilled. Mm. Um, Why? And that's probably because you didn't ask yourself day dot, why am I doing this? Yeah. So, so yeah, impact and legacy, they're, they're the highest order. Mm -hmm. They're at the top end. So you won't be focusing on those first, but, um, but yeah, you're right. I think, I think um, you do need to know why you're doing it. Still, Yeah. Exactly. No, um, that, that's, that is covered off under lifestyle congruence to an extent.
0: Yeah. 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 But, um, I- which if, is the first need. I- if there are people who start their business with the whole idea as the what they consider to be charity or donations, mm-hmm. but, but what other people consider to be at the, the profit center of their business, the doing good by doing good model, um, mm-hmm. then yeah, that is slightly different to lifestyle congruence. Um, True. but at the same time, yeah, if, if you're not, you you can get to that impact spot and then be able to make changes, um, but you can't you can't start at impact and then not have sales. <laughs> so that's why sales True. is first. Yeah. True. Mm. True. True. And it's not saying get it perfect either. No, so definitely
1: not. You don't know, have to be making millions before you then start to focus on impact. No. Um, you could just get your business to a point where you're paying your bills confidently. You've got you've got. Um, a good expectation, you're going to turn profits yep. and you've got pretty efficient systems that get yep. the job done and deliver your service or product on time. So, um, next step. Um, cool. Let's let's touch base with our purpose a bit more. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I and like that it. Probably, you'll find it's probably going to take you to the next level because mm. the first point under um, impact is transformation orientation and mm. that's benefit your clients beyond the transaction to transform their lives. Yeah. And guess what? That's going to feed back
0: mm. into sales, profit, and order. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can think of any major business, any big business in the world, and, and they always talk about, especially tech companies, always talk about transforming your life and things that you do. Mm. And, and then they unveil, you know, AirPods. Um, yeah. And you or addictive do, apps. Yeah. Or addictive apps. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. That's, yeah, that's, um, it definitely feeds back into. All the other categories; it's all interrelated. Um, Tim, yes. so what's your what's your final thoughts on, on the book?
1: Uh, oh, final thoughts. I mean, there's one other little little nugget oh, in yeah. there as well, which I think is is important to mention, which is the Omen method. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, so and that Omen stands for objective measurement, evaluation, and nurture. Yep. Um, so yeah, I guess final thought. Um, I really do like the hierarchy of needs. Um, and then I, I really like the fact that he breaks it down into um, areas which you can really relate to. Mm-hmm. And then use the OMEN method, which is, you know, it's not groundbreaking. It's an adaptation of people setting goals, mm. um, KPIs to mm-hmm. measure them and setting up a habit to actually measure that. Yep. Um, and uh, I suppose make changes. So objective, what, what did you want to achieve when you're talking about Lifestyle congruence. Yeah. Measurement. What's a straightforward way for you to measure whether or not you're meeting that goal for lifestyle Mm. congruence? It could be attending all of your child's sporting events or um, going on that holiday once a year. Um, Evaluation. How and when will you analyze your measurements? So, put it in your calendar. I'm going to measure um, in 12 months if I went on that holiday or I'm going to measure... um, Every month to see if I'm keeping to the lifestyle congruence goal of attending my child's sporting events. Yeah, and then nurture after you've evaluated how you make necessary improvements. So I love that. I mean, it's accountability, it's mm. measuring, um, and 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 reporting so that you can keep improving. And I, I guess that's just yeah, that's my big takeaway from this book was um, uh, prioritizing your biggest need and then um, just working out bite-sized ways. To improve on those, and not being overwhelmed by the big picture of there's 20
0: things I'd love to fix right now. Yeah. Um, what? But what should I fix next? Yeah. No, I love that, and I, I agree. As we said right at the very beginning, it's it's finding a, a structure to to figure out what the problem that you need to face next is. It's you know it's the bleeding neck principle. If if someone comes into yeah. hospitals in a car crash and they've got you know, uh, a serious wound on the neck that's, you know, going to kill them but they've got a scratch on their leg, you don't treat the scratch, you treat the bleeding neck. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. so f- figuring out what the actual problem is, it's just a good framework to, to help you do that.
1: Yeah, otherwise you could be running a million
0: miles an hour but in the wrong direction. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of uh, Book Nuggets. Ew well i think dan will put out a poll for the next book nuggets yeah that's well. a good one yeah well, and if people can recommend one we'll read it yes for sure that's a great yes. idea that's a great mm. idea uh so join the community group if you want to get a vote into which book we should be reading next mm. which book next oh i like that yeah i like that thank you we'll put up a poll
1: yes book next
0: yeah. do, you, do you have another thing tim
1: I do, Dan. Actually, it's quite a cool one. I mm. don't know what the name of it is. Mm. That's the Good only start. issue. But it's on Inst- <laughs> it's, it's on Instagram and I'll try and arrange to post a link under mm. the live stream in okay. the group. How about okay. that? All right. So, if you're listening to this and you want to check this out, join our community on the Studio Dark Accounts Facebook yep. um, page and, and yeah, you will get a link to this. So... Um, It sounds interesting, but it is amazing. So, it's basically this Chinese um, lady. She lives out... um, Because most people don't realize China is massive. Mm, It is a huge, huge uh, country Mm. geographically. Yeah. It's very large. And there's a lot of rural areas where people are living uh, life like they used to, I guess. Yeah. And... Uh, there's this young lady who has amazing photography skills or mm. knows someone or lives with someone that okay. has amazing photography skills. Yep. And she lives in this house with this crazy garden uh, with flowers and food. And she goes out and she harvests like wheat. And basically, there's a 15 minute, uh, 15 minute video on Instagram tracking her process of making brown sugar that's basically it. It's as simple as that. There's like really nice sort of like traditional slash modern, like Chinese music Mm. happening. She's just making some sugar. (laughs) Yeah. And basically the, the the videography and the photography is so nice. And you're just watching her like chop, um, like cane, um, cane sugar or cane or whatever it is. And then, and then produce brown sugar.
0: It's uh, it's, very cool. it's I, very cool. I love the idea of having like a cool garden that you can just make stuff from. I know, but like obviously, she spent her
1: life learning how to do yeah. that stuff, and it's going to be like quite stressful and hard for us to do that. So you yeah. can kind of
0: just like live her world and just enjoy it, yeah, and not have to do any of the hard bits. And then <laughs> you just then you just get some sugar from the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right.
1: It's so good. So I'm going to post a link to her. Um, at her Instagram page because I think everyone could use a, a little, it's like a little book of calm. Love
0: it in Instagram. That's yeah. really cool. That's really cool, Tim. Um, mm. where are you, Dan? My other thing this week, um, what is it? Uh, I did my book already, and so I've already done that one. Uh, we're coming out of lockdown. That's that's something exciting. <laughs> um, Are you watching Survivor? Yeah, who Survivor finale this weekend um, I am looking forward to that But my my other thing last week was Survivor I can't do that every week uh, Although I, no, I think it, it'll come down to George and Hayley um, I don't know who will win you know, Hayley played a little bit too hard in the middle And got voted out That's going to work severely against her But yes. she's had some of the bigger moves George has had some of the biggest moves as well But didn't get voted out but mm. maybe is I don't know maybe less liked uh, yeah. either way one of them has to be Flick and they'll take the other one if um, if there
1: was a popular vote mm. out of Flick Haley, and George because that's how America does it right no no they voted out no 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 but I mean at the end when it's final two you got confused because I said three but I don't know who the final two is going to be what? isn't there a popular vote in America
0: nope like, no, it's still tribe tribe chooses the winner really yeah but I there, there, was there is sometimes, they haven't done it in a while, I don't think, where they do do like a um, America votes and that person wins a little bit of money, but they're not the winner. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they, who, who do you think the public would vote for? I reckon George. Yeah? Yeah. Just because of the, the way it's mm. been edited, I think people like George. Mm. Um. Haley, the people's choice. People's he'd he'd choice. be the people's choice just because he's the biggest character. I'm not. That's not a comment on whether or not people think he played the best game. Just he's he's the biggest character left. That's true. That's mm. true. Yeah. Um. What was my? Oh, my, I have another thing, Tim. This is the simple things in life. Do you know? Um. Just like digestives biscuits. Just those, <laughs> those, li- those little like wheat biscuits. Yeah yes I know those yeah, yeah and they just you can buy some that just have like a little chocolate on the back a little coated in chocolate on the back yeah yeah man they're good <laughs> it is it like when I'm doing the online grocery ordering I'm just I'm oh. just ordering sometimes we just get a little treat you know one little packet of biscuits to last us the week and that's our treat you know trying to be pretty healthy lately and um, <laughs> and we ordered some digestives last week and I loved it
1: that's good mm. how is did it
0: Help you digest things or not Is that what really. a digestive is? I or? don't know. They just are just like a wheat biscuit. I know. Mm. Uh,
1: they're, they're, I wasn't they're pooing they're more nice. or anything, if that's
0: what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should try some prunes. Yeah. Well, I'm not clogged up. i just wanted <laughs> I just wanted they were on sale and I was like, Yeah, I feel like some digestives. <laughs> oh, that's that's great. That's good. How good are biscuits? Yeah, yeah. they are good anyway all right well thank you for listening everybody uh, this was this was book nuggets and uh, if you want to get in touch with us to drunk podcast at gmail.com at two drunk accountants on all the social medias join our group because people are posting we're commenting we're gonna answer questions live we do a post and pre-show um, but we don't tell anyone when it's going to be we just do it and uh, you can you can vote on what we should call our online platform and also you can vote on um, what was the other poll you wanted to put up Tim uh, what our
1: next book nugget?
0: What our is next be. book should be? So um, yeah, jump on there, have a look, and I guess we will uh, calculate it. Calculate it.